This is what it reads and how it reads in Philemon 10 through 16. I appeal to you for my child Onesimus, whose father I became in my imprisonment. Formerly he was useless to you, but now he is indeed useful to you and to me. I am sending him back to you, sending my very heart. 13. I would have been glad to keep him with me in order that he might serve me on your behalf during my imprisonment for the gospel. But I preferred to do nothing without your consent in order that your goodness might not be by compulsion, but of your own accord. For this, perhaps, is why he was parted from you for a while, that you might have him back forever, no longer as a bondservant, but more than a bondservant, as a beloved brother, especially to me. But how much more to you, both in the flesh and in the Lord. May God bless the reading of his word. Last week we dealt with a message for Easter, but prior to that, two weeks ago, I gave you two points, three points, that we looked at. I'm just going to give you just what those points were, and we're going to pick up or continue with, with point three. In verse 11, the last time we were here, we said, we note the transformation observed in the appeal. That was one of the points that we mentioned. The transformation that Paul notes in the appeal to Philemon about Onesimus. We note the transformation in the appeal. In fact, that was number two. The first one was the gentleness in the appeal. So number one was the gentleness in Paul making his appeal to Philemon. Number two, the transformation observed in the appeal. And number three, we note it and we will continue with The emotions in the appeal. The emotions in the appeal. If you did not know, you are blessed to be living at a time as you are right now. You may not think so, but God has already planned you in your date of birth. The day that you are going to exit here, he's already had it planned in from the beginning. Some of you think that you were born at the wrong time. (laughs) Let me tell you this. If you were Paul, you might have thought that because Nero was going to be coming to the throne or on the throne uh, when Paul was in prison. And in fact, it was Nero that killed Paul. But I want you, you to know that you are not living in the wrong time, no matter what you think. You may be thinking, God Why did you allow me to be born at this time? Because he had a plan for you and has a plan for you. Do you you know that you are special to God? He thought about you before your mama and daddy thought about you. When they were looking at each other with Google eyes. God had already planned you in. You are special in his eyes. Regardless of your status... You are special to God. Hmm. The emotions in the appeal that Paul makes on behalf of Onesimus to his friend Philemon is noteworthy. 
Many people thought that Paul was just this hardened preacher that really didn't care and just told you how it was no matter what. But Paul had a heart of compassion. You see, it's a person that will tell you the truth even when you don't want to hear it. Oh, Lord, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me stop right there. Why? Because the truth is what sets you free. How do we handle situations that God takes us through in such a way that God can be honored and glorified? You see, Onesimus did not really recognize or realize that he had been called by God evidently until he came under the ministry of Paul. I've told you before that Paul is on house arrest. He's in prison. He is, he is tucked away. And oftentimes the guards would be chained to the criminal. Because why? If that, if that criminal or that prisoner, not so much criminal, but the prisoner got away, you had to pay with your own life. Onesimus became very important to Paul in his ministry. Remember, Onesimus is a slave. He is a bond servant. He is a bond servant. He was the slave of a person by the name of Philemon. And in the Greek, Philemon, there is one chapter in the book of Philemon. And when you have one book, you can just mention whatever this, the verse is since there's only one chapter. Paul is making a, a heartfelt appeal to a situation that really started out bad, but there has been a change and Philemon does not know. But Philemon is going to know because Paul, as one of the ones that ministered with Philemon and in fact had a hand in his conversion, is sending him a letter urging him to welcome back his slave under different conditions. Nesimus is very special to Paul. Why? Because he is now useful, whereas before he was useless. You see, the name of Onesimus means useful. And there's a play on words that Paul makes. He says to Philemon, at one time he was useless, but he is now useful. In a different way, do you not know that you change status when you come into the very will of God? You see, it doesn't make a difference about your physical condition. Is your heart unchained? You see, there's some, there's, there are people today that they are in prison in their heart. Free as a bird, but chained in the heart. Why is that? It's because they don't recognize the freedom that comes from being in the Lord. There's a freedom that we have. Let me tell you this. I don't care what government says about what you can and what you can't do, I have a freedom in the Lord. Let me just throw this out there, out there since it, came to, it comes to my mind. I know people are trying to deal, do away with oil. Did you not know that on the beaches and some of the beaches in California that they are having oil spills? Guess what? Not because of vessels, but because it's bubbling, them up, it's bubbling up from the core. It's because it's not being pumped. You see, when a, when a woman has a child, if she doesn't feed that child, when a baby cries, well, <laughs> she begins to what? Uh, her breast begins to what? Y'all said it. I'm not saying it. But <laughs> I 
You see, what God has placed there, it is meant to be used. So in California, there's currently this wonderful reserve of oil that they still don't know just how much is there. But because California is just going green and trying to, do you not know that renewable cars don't use renewable energy? You follow me? They say go electric, but you still got to use fossil fuels, electricity to charge. Yes, yes, yes. Renewable cars don't use renewable energy. Where do we get that God has placed all these wonderful things in the world and we can't touch them? Do you not know that God made it for our good and our purpose? He used, he gives these things for our good to honor him. Be careful what you get on the bandwagon with. God made a world for you. And place things in this world for use. And I'm going to detour back on this side. That was just on my heart. Onesimus was a slave of Philemon. And the Bible doesn't say how he became a slave. But he did wrong in the house of his master. And he ran away. Some suggest that he must have stolen something. But it's believed that he was a house slave. Whatever he did, because of his condition, he could have received the death penalty. Somehow he finds himself and finds his way to Rome. And while there, the Lord had already orchestrated before time that Paul would be in the place where he was so that Onesimus could hear the gospel. And respond. And as Paul is writing to Philemon, as he writes this letter, he starts off talking about how wonderful uh, he has been hearing, the wonderful things he's been hearing about Philemon and how the love of this man has been shown and known and the church in his house. And Paul is, is really building him up before he makes his appeal. Have you ever wanted some from your parents? And you started doing extra stuff before asking them because you had something that you really wanted. And they already knew something is up. Something is going on. They want something. <laughs> but in this case, Paul is making an appeal because there has been an, an interchange in the heart of Onesimus. Onesimus was a big help to Paul in the ministry when he Finally, and when he came to receive the Lord as Savior, it, it appears that he had real gifts. He was such a help to Paul that Paul said, man, I really want to keep him with me. Paul was in deep contemplation because he found and saw how Onesimus was and, and he wished he could keep him. But he knew the right thing to do was to send him back. Because Onesimus didn't belong to him. In the flesh, he was his spiritual father. Paul knew that it was the right decision to do and to make. You see, Paul needs Onesimus to, to go back to Philemon because not only is it the right thing to do, Onesimus needs to apologize. There's some things that he needs to clean up. He's been very useful and helpful to Paul in the ministry and possibly in a very short time. You see, when there's a change in the life of a person, they want to know, what can I do to serve the Lord? What, what, what can I do? There's something that happens on the inside of a person. The Lord himself begins to prompt that individual for service. 
Do you see, Onesimus is no longer a burden. He is now, as his name says, useful. Not only is he useful to Paul, Paul is saying Onesimus, he's, uh, Philemon rather, he's going to be useful to you as well. Spiritually, he's been marvelous. In the flesh, he's not only going to be a, a help to you and no longer, I can say, run away and cause problems, but he can also help you in the ministry. Paul never thought and took it to stop preaching because of his condition. When he faced difficulties, he shared the word of God. Do you not know that you are required to share the good news even when the government tells you not to? Do you not know during the, during the lockdown, they sent out messages saying, not only could the church not meet, you can't collect offering, you can't sing, don't stay around and talk to anybody. Why? Because our direction comes from the Lord. We serve the Almighty God and worship Him. Dare yeah, the government tell me I can't worship my Savior. Come to church and just look at each other. <laughs> we worship. We sing. We brought, we took equipment out there every Sunday. Said, why? We're going to worship him. Why? Because it's the Lord that we serve. He gives us freedom. I tell you this. You trust the Lord and he'll take care of you. Yes, we were trying to be careful and mindful. But some of the stuff they were saying, they were just making up. They didn't have all the answers. But we thank God today. That even while there may be difficulties in this world, we trust him. And it doesn't mean that we still won't go through things. But we trust the almighty God. You see, when Paul was trusting the Lord and ministering in the book of Acts, going on his missionary journey, journeys, Paul had been shipwrecked a number of times. Ship broke up. Landed on in one place, the island of Malta. Uh, he, he, he had even a viper attached to his hand and the people on that island, when they saw that and it was raining and cold and they started a fire and evidently it's believed that when Paul went down to pick up a stick to put it in the fire, that it was a viper and attached to his hand. And the natives said, he escaped the sea, but he's done something that a viper has now latched onto him. And they looked at him saying, he's going to die real soon. And they watched and when they come to find out after looking that Paul didn't kill over and die, they said, they changed their minds and said, man, you must be one of the gods. <laughs> and the Lord allowed Paul to work miracles on that land, and on that island. And, and, and when it came time for them to continue their journey, the Bible says that they supplied them with all that they needed. You see, we give spiritually to people as well as materially. Materially. You see, we have, we have the truth that God has given us, given us, and we offer that truth to people. We give that to people. Why? Because the Lord has freely and richly given to us, and we are to give to people. Paul didn't stop preaching just because he was shipwrecked. Paul didn't stop preaching because they beat him for preaching the gospel. He says, I will not stop. Paul recognizes that while Onesimus has run away, and has become a helper now because of his condition, 
Because his condition has changed, he says, I got to send him back. But oh, Philemon, I want you to look at him differently. Verse 14. Uh, Paul does not want to force the matter with Philemon and make him, even though in his role as apostle, Paul says, I could command, but I would rather appeal to you that he may get the desired results. He didn't want to force the matter. He didn't want to be, to have uh, Philemon under compulsion. That matter that's in the Greek, it, it describes this matter of under compulsion, where there is a force that has been placed on him. Now, Paul is persuasive in what he wants to see, but he recognizes that it is really Philemon who makes the decision. Verse 15, Paul suggests that God is ultimately involved. Verse 15 says, for this purpose, for this perhaps rather, is why he was parted from you for a while, that you might have him back. Forever. Paul is suggesting that the reason that Onesimus was gone for a period of time may have been already in God's will, and he is in fact in, in God's will. Not that now he may return in the same way, but now that he has, is going to be coming back, maybe this was all part of God's plan. Hmm. You see, God can take you around the world to give you his will. Here you are running from God. And there he is waiting for you right at the location where you are running to. I don't care how long you stay in your house. He is there. How you might try to wait, try to get away and go to the mountain that is so far away. He is there. When you are running and have run out of just breath, he is there. Say, are you done running right now? Paul is saying that Onesimus is a benefit. Do you know what a burden is? How many of you know what a burden is? You see, we are to take our burdens to the Lord and do what? Leave them there. But you know what we do? We take our burdens, put them down, we turn around, get a rope and throw them right back on our back. Come on, burden. We got places to go. You're not meant to carry your burdens. I remember the story my dad gave where this, I uh, may have been a farmer, was on the side of the road with a, net, with a big bag on his back. And the truck came by. He said, would you like a ride? He said, yes. So he jumped in the back of this pickup and still had his sack on his back. The person there says, why don't you put your sack, your sack down? He says, oh, I couldn't impose upon you to carry me and my sack. <laughs> Do you not know that you can take your burden to the Lord and leave it there? Do you not know that God loves for you to trust him? What is one of the greatest things that God hates? He hates people not to trust him. Because he's already said, I can do all things, everything. Bible says there is nothing too hard for God. Paul says, no longer... In verse 16, a bondservant. No longer will you receive him back as a bondservant, but more than a bondservant, as a beloved brother, especially to me. But how much more to you, both in the flesh and in the spirit. 
a blessing to you now in the flesh and in the spirit. That's how that word is translated, in the flesh. Your reading in your Bible may read it just a little bit differently, but it's in the flesh, a benefit. And Paul is writing this letter because why? Philemon would not have known that there's been a change in the life of Onesimus. Ran away after having done wrong. Coming back a changed person. You're not simply defined by your past. Your past can be wonderful because it can make you and remind you to appreciate how far God has brought you. You see, my past is always a reminder of how good God is. That he called me, that he saved me. I'm so glad that he had me in his plan. And I'm here trying to do my own thing. God is saying, I got my hand on you. (laughs) As I wrap this up, there's a double message here, a double benefit that Onesimus has. He will return with a changed heart, not causing the problems that he had caused before he left. And he will also be a help to the church spiritually. He will be a help to Philemon. Paul never tells him not to have him as a slave, but I want you to not just have him back as a bondservant, but as a brother. I want you to receive him back as a brother because of the change. Paul wants Philemon to know that Onesimus has become much more than just a slave or bondservant that he has owned. While Onesimus has been valuable, valuable to Paul, Paul is saying that Philemon, he will be more valuable to you now because of the change that has happened in his life. He was a bond servant, is a bond servant, but now much more useful. Have there been people that have written you off and say that person will never change? And then you go on a quest to prove them wrong. Whatever plan God has for you, don't look over the fence onto the pastor of another person. You accept what God has done in your life and is doing. Can nobody feel your role but you? Now, there may be other people that may do things, but God has a role for you. He has a specific role. Oh, yes, I mean, there are people that will fill in, but oh, there are no bench warmers in the kingdom. There are some people that are known for their praying. We need prayer warriors. This is, I am praying for you. Behind the scene, praying For the body. In one church, they had people that was downstairs praying while the service was going on upstairs. How do you come back to the Lord? How do you come back to a situation where you might might have left a bond servant, but there's been a change? Don't worry about all that people may be saying. Because what God has for you is for you. How incredible. That Paul noticed a change in the life of Philemon, in the life of Onesimus, rather. And is saying, it's the right thing to do to send him back. But I want you to know that while you may owe me a lot, he's coming back right now because he is changed. Our great and marvelous God, our king of glory, you have changed our position, our status. You have saved us by your grace. Your blood covers us, saves us. It's the blood of Christ that was shed on Calvary. The same blood that Onesimus 
uh, was we received that Paul helped to share the good news and Nesimus responded, yes, salvation is not only for a certain group, but for all. We thank you right now for the wonderful, wonderful gift of life. We thank you that, Lord, we are a changed people because of all that you have done. May we recognize that we can be a people that brings honor to you. We were in sin, but God, you saved us. And now we are useful for the kingdom and to the kingdom of God. We honor you today. We are grateful to you today. And Lord, we love you today for who you are. In the glorious and matchless and powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's give God a hand. Let's give the Lord a hand.